This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. So we're going to go to Isaiah 60 and 1. I am reading from the King James Version. Isaiah 60 and 1. King James Version. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me set this up as you're looking for Isaiah 60 and 1. Isaiah uh, ministered about 700 years before the birth of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. The first 39 books of this uh, uh, chapters of this book, excuse me, amen, deal with God's judgment upon different nations, including Israel and Judah, hallelujah. But here in the 60th book, hallelujah, of Isaiah, God's speaking about a future time, amen, where the Israelites would come to know Christ, amen, hallelujah, for themselves and embrace him as Messiah, that they would wake out of their sleep, amen, hallelujah, and that they would impact the world, hallelujah, for Christ, amen. So this is a future time, amen. By and large, most Israelites, most Jews do not believe in the Messiah as uh, uh, as Christ as the Messiah. So this speaks of a future time. Amen. And when they come to know the Lord as we do, they will be truly our brothers and sisters in Christ. They will be the church. Amen. So this is really a prophecy to the church. It's specific to the Israelites. Amen. Hallelujah. But they are the church at this point. Once they receive Christ as their Lord and Savior, they are the church. So Isaiah is speaking about things that haven't even happened yet. Hallelujah. The eagle eye prophet. With all that being said, we're going to read it. Hallelujah. With that understanding, and then we could apply it to things that we are going through right now. Amen. Very familiar scripture. So here we go with the reading of God's holy word. Isaiah 60 and 1 reads, Arise and sh arise, shine, for thy light is come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Next slide. Verse 2, for behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. It's kind of a darkness covering the earth right now. And gross darkness, the people. This is speaking of ignorance towards God, ignorance towards the light, lack of understanding, different philosophies that people follow other than Christ. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee now we know the direct interpretation is directed towards the jews in uh the future amen when they come to the saving knowledge of christ but we could apply that to now amen hallelujah that it's time for the church to arise and shine hallelujah glory to god there is darkness across the earth right now and we as human beings taking information like everybody else, hallelujah. We hear what's going on in news. We see what's happening in the world, amen. And we can be impacted by those things emotionally, amen, glory to God. But what I kept hearing, amen, over and over and over again yesterday morning, amen, as we go to the next slide, amen, is the year of breakthrough, 2021, the year of breakthrough. These are not my ideas. These are not my thoughts, amen. I did not know what I was going to share today, amen. But I heard the Lord say over and over again, the year 
of breakthrough. I'm not one to come up with slogans. I'm not one. It's not my personality. Amen. Hallelujah. To to be that rah-rah guy and have a slogan. Amen. But the Lord wanted each of you to know both here and online that he declares that this is the year of breakthrough. 2021 is the year of breakthrough. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, 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 and as a result, after we finish with this message, amen, we, he wants us to arise and shine and be lights. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As Jesus said in Matthew 5, 16, let thy light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who are in heaven. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But he's got to encourage the church first and boost the church up first. And comfort us and encourage us, hallelujah, that we might be able to arise and shine. Because we can't draw it just out of ourselves. We need God's help to do God's will. Amen. Amen. 2021, the year breakthrough. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you for every soul that's gathered here. We thank you for every soul that's gathered online today. Father God, we need a word from you, Lord God. Have your way in our, uh, uh, our word service today, Lord God. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. I decrease that you might increase in me in the name of Jesus. Have your way. Feed your people. Encourage your people. Thy will be done in this message today in the individual lives of everyone that you have listened to this message. Have your way. Meet them where they are, Lord. And encourage them and cause them to arise and shine. We bless you today. We thank you today. Heal today. Deliver today. Set free today. Save today. Sanctify. Fill with your Holy Spirit. Encourage their hearts like never before. In Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. amen. Arise and shine. 2021, the year of breakthrough. Now, we use this term breakthrough a lot in the church, but what does it mean? What does breakthrough mean? Amen. Hallelujah. Go to the next slide. Hallelujah. What, what is a breakthrough? What is a breakthrough? Go to the next slide after that. Hallelujah. Breakthrough. According to dictionary.com, is an act or instance of removing or surpassing an obstruction or restriction. So, hallelujah, God, hallelujah, glory to God, is going to uh, uh, remove or cause us to surpass an obstruction or restriction in our lives. Anybody got something going on in your life that you need to get past or over or through? In this year of 2021, this is what God's going to do on your behalf. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It also means breakthrough, any significant or sudden advance. So God's going to do what he's going to do suddenly. He's going to do it quickly, amen, in his quickly, in his timing, amen. It's a development, an achievement, or an increase. Let me read this one more time so we hear it once again. A breakthrough is an act or an instance of removing or surpassing an obstruction or a restriction. It's any significant or sudden advance, a development, an achievement, or an increase. Hallelujah. So we're going to go over things. Hallelujah. Go through things. We're going to advance. Hallelujah. We're going to be developed. We're going to achieve in 21. 
Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. He's the one that's going to do it in us and through us. Amen. The difference between a Christian, hallelujah, and someone in the world is a Christian doesn't get on his grind or her grind. Amen. A Christian doesn't make it happen. A Christian doesn't go before God. Hallelujah. He's the way, the truth, and the life. God opens up the door. Hallelujah. And we merely, by faith, walk through it. Where we get in trouble is where we try to make it happen. God makes it happen. God causes the breakthrough. We just walk through that opening, that opportunity by faith. Hallelujah. Hope this is helping somebody. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide. Here's point one about our message today. Amen. In this year of breakthrough, God is going to remove and cause you to surpass any obstruction or restriction in your life. God at some point will suddenly cause a significant advancement, development, achievement, and increase in your life. Amen. That is a prophetic word for you today. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not going around to each person. Amen. Lay hands on and prophesying to your word. Amen. As in this year breakthrough, God's going to remove and cause you to surpass any obstruction or restriction in your life. God at some point will suddenly cause a significant advancement, development, achievement, and increase in your life. Later, I will explain why he's going to do that in 2021. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But hold on to that. That is the word for you today. Amen. Let's go to the next slide. Amen. So now we're going to look at breakthrough as seen through the lives of Moses and the children of Israel. We're going to look at the process of breakthrough. We're going to look at how it's can be seen and understood by us as humans, amen, through the example of Moses and the children of Israel, amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to the next slide, amen. Hallelujah. Well, here's the number one, amen. God always makes the first move. God always makes the first move. If you are making the first move, it is not God. God always makes the first move. What are you talking about? Next slide. Exodus 3 and 2. Amen. I'm going to be going over a lot of scriptures today. If you want to follow along, hallelujah. If not, you want to listen and just take it in, that's fine as well. Amen. Exodus 3 and 2. Amen. This is the account. We read this uh, a few weeks ago, I believe. Amen. Talking about Moses. Amen. In the burning bush. Exodus 3 and 2. For the sake of time and how long this message is today, I'm going to go ahead. Amen. So it reads, Exodus 3 and 2, King James Version. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of the bush. We talked about a few weeks ago that this angel of the Lord was the pre-incarnate Christ. So Christ came to Moses in the form of a burning bush. Why a burning bush? Hallelujah. You have the natural, the bush, the bramble, the thorny bush. Amen. Hallelujah. Representing man's fallen state. Amen. Hallelujah. And you have the fire. God, the consuming fire. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Christ taking on the likeness of, of man. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Having a human nature. Amen. It's symbolic. Amen. Hallelujah. Of the judgment of God. Hallelujah. Falling upon Christ. Amen. Yet not consuming him. It's the burning bush. He was the only sacrifice that was not consumed because he was God himself. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let me read again. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked and behold, the bush burned with fire and the bush was not consumed. Amen. That was pointing to Christ at the cross. The bush was not consumed. 
Hallelujah. Next slide. Hallelujah. Verse three says, and Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush is not burnt. He gained Moses's attention. Amen. By appearing in what we call the Christophany. Amen. We can't see the direct presence of God and not die at that point. Christ had not yet died of the cross. Amen. So God appeared into uh, unto Moses. Amen. In a form. Amen. Hallelujah. That would not cause Moses to die. A Christophany. God took a different form that he might be a before Moses. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's not necessary now. We're under the blood. Amen. But there was no blood. Christ had not died yet at this point. Hallelujah. In history. Amen. Let's go to the next slide. Verse 3. And when the Lord saw that he had turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here I am. God knows your name. God knows who you are. God makes the first move. Amen. He gains your attention knowing who you are. Amen. What your situation is. Moses was in the backside of the desert. Amen. Shepherding sheep. Amen. God gained his attention in a way that he knew that he gained Abraham's attention. God will gain your attention in a way that he knows is suitable for you. Amen. And then God knows your name. He knows each of you, who you are. You're not a stranger to him. God is omniscient. He knows everything at once. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So number one, a part of breakthrough. Amen. Hallelujah. God makes the first move. I don't know about you, but I've tried to make my own breakthrough. I remember years ago, amen, I put on a three-piece suit, amen, and went to the two Lexus dealers. Had my little uh, uh, return check for uh, government IRS check. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going I'm to claim my Lexus. I'm going to make it happen. Obviously, it didn't happen because I've never had a Lexus yet. Hallelujah. Had on my three-piece suit and my um, Payless shoes on. <laughs> Plastic shoes. I was going to claim my Lexus. I was going to make it happen. But at that point, I did not understand that God makes the first move. I cannot force God into doing what I want him to do. It was not for me to have that car at that point and to try to manipulate God into meeting me. God, so loving as he is, amen, hallelujah, glory to God, allow me to go through all that. I had a nice three-piece suit, amen, hallelujah, my payless shoes, amen, hallelujah. But now I could look back at that, amen, hallelujah, and understand, hallelujah, that I was operating outside of his will. God, for breakthrough in 2021, God makes the first move. A lot of times we try to make it happen because we don't believe God has our best interests in mind. We don't believe that God remembers our names. We don't believe that God wants to give us a breakthrough. At that point in my life, I was a minister and I didn't believe that God wanted to give me a breakthrough. That's really what was happening. I didn't say that out loud, but my actions spoke volumes. God makes the first move. We're talking about 2021, the year of breakthrough. Hallelujah. The first point from the life of Moses and the children of Israel is that God makes the first move. Next slide. Hallelujah. God knows what you are going through and has a plan for your breakthrough. God knows what each of us are going through and has a plan for your breakthrough, for your advancement, 
for your overcoming the challenge that you face. He has a plan for it. You don't have to make up a plan. He has the plan. I've made up plans. My plans have not come to pass. He has a plan. Hallelujah. Next slide. Exodus 3 and 7. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt. He knows what we're going through. And I have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters. He knows our suffering. He knows our cry. He knows, hallelujah, what we've endured. For I know their sorrows. He knows your sorrows. Well, why doesn't he do something about it? He is. But we must remember we live in a fallen world. We don't understand the consequences of Adam's choice has affected the billions of people who have lived on this planet. There are consequences for choices. And Adam made a choice that's affected us all the way here to 2021. The pandemic is rooted in Adam's choice. We do not live in heaven. We live on a planet that the ultimate uh, progenitor of the human species made a choice to live independent of God. And the domino effect that has happened over the thousands of years has us in a place where I'm wearing a mask, amen, in church, hallelujah, on a Sunday morning. There are consequences, earthly consequences for our earthly choices. Oh, I don't, we don't want to hear that. And we're living in Adam's, con- in the, Adam's choice right now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. At least partly. Amen. Hallelujah. Next slide. Verse 8. And I come, and this is God saying, and I come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians. He said, I come down now yes god is everywhere at the same time amen but we're talking about from a perspective that moses could understand that god is about to move on the behalf of the israelites to bring them up out of the land unto a good land and a large and unto a land flowing with milk and honey so a a prosperous and a good healthy state hallelujah glory to god thank you jesus This is a little aside. I'm going off a little bit on the tangent. Amen. But there are some scholars that believe that the land of Israel, amen, was the actual Garden of Eden. That God was returning his people back to where he originally had Adam. Adam was not formed in the Garden of Eden, as we read months ago. Amen. But he was placed there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I know that was a deep little turn there, but hallelujah. Sorry about that. Hallelujah. Anyway, and I am come down to deliver them under the hand of the Egyptians to bring them up out of the land unto a good land and a large and unto a land flowing with milk and honey and unto the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites, the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. And it's missing the Girgashites. Hallelujah. There was another seventh nation. Amen. Hallelujah. But he was bringing his people back to the land he always intended them to be in. Amen. That was now occupied by the descendants, amen, hallelujah, of Canaan. Hallelujah. Mm. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. There could be somebody in the spot, amen, that's meant for you. 
Now, favor's not fair. God's going to choose who he knows chooses him. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen, I just was promoted, amen, two months ago, amen, hallelujah, and there were people working in the job before I was, and God gave me the position, amen, not because I'm better than them, but favor's not fair. I'm in a relationship with the king of the universe, and they are not. Hallelujah, glory to God. I don't wish them ill will. I don't wish them bad. Amen, hallelujah. But I just, God opened the door and I stepped through by faith. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, glory to God. If they, hallelujah, give their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ, he'll open up a door for them as well. Yes, Amen. Hallelujah, he's not the respective person. Next slide, verse 9. Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come unto me, and I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. Once again, he sees which you have gone through. Amen. Next slide. Hallelujah. Verse 10. Hallelujah. Come now, therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Hallelujah. Once again, God knows what you're going through. Amen. The sorrow, the suffering, the things you're going through. And he has a plan. Hallelujah. He had the plan to raise up Moses. Hallelujah. To, lead, to have him be empowered to lead the children out of Egypt. Hallelujah. God has a plan for your breakthrough. Are you patient enough to allow the plan to play out? That's where faith comes in. Faith is when it doesn't happen when I want it to happen. Will I continue to believe God and continue to believe his plan? Amen. Hallelujah. For my breakthrough. Hallelujah. Abram, hallelujah, left the plan. After 10 years, he was like, well, I guess it's not happening. Hallelujah. Let me go to Hagar and have this child on my own. Hallelujah. Abraham's choice still affects us today as his children, amen, hallelujah, through Ishmael have bombed places, amen, have done things, amen, hallelujah, and dare I say the Islamic religion has come about because of Abraham's choice to leave the plan of God. Choices have consequences. Can we have faith in God's plan no matter what? Yeah. Yes, we as human beings, we're weak. Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. The strength comes in when we acknowledge our weakness and our need for God's strength that maturity can happen because once we acknowledge our weakness and ask for God to strengthen us or be strengthened in us, amen, holiday, then his plan can come to pass. When you feel like you got it together, amen, holiday, then God can't move. When you're strong, amen, he won't move. When you're weak, he will move. Amen. Blessed are the poor in spirit or those that understand their spiritual weakness, their, 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 uh, their, their inability to carry out God's will in their own strength. Amen. That they need God. The, part of the reason the Israelites, hallelujah, when Jesus came on the scene, didn't receive Jesus because they thought they had it together already. I keep the Ten Commandments. I'm going to heaven on my own strength. They were not poor in spirit to receive the Messiah because they thought they had it together already. Help us, Lord. So let me go over point two again. God knows what you're going through and has a plan for your breakthrough. Please follow God's plan. Amen. Next slide. Amen. Man's negative response to God's plan of breakthrough and God's encouragement. You know, oftentimes we, we have a negative response to God's plan. 
you know, when you've been called out in church, amen, and somebody's prophesied over you and you put that face on because you didn't like what was told to you. I'm not here to tell you that every prophecy you received was directly from God. But you know when you know that you know in your spirit when God was speaking to you through an individual, amen, and you put that look on your face like, I, I don't know about that. We respond negatively to God's plan because ultimately we want to do it ourselves. We just want God to assist us. We want to get the glory. God, assi you assisted me, God, but I'm going to get the glory. Let's go to the next slide. Exodus 3 and 11. And Moses said unto God, who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh, that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? He was looking at his own ability and the greatness of Egypt and their, their chariots and their, their great monuments and their armies. Who am I? He looked in the natural and didn't look at his God. We protest to the will of God, to the plan of God for breakthrough in our lives as Moses did. When I got my call to the ministry, I'm like, who am I? Or when God told me to start this church, it's like, who's going to come here? I don't have a big personality. I'm not very popular, amen, where I could draw people, amen. I'm not a rah-rah person. But he told me to do it. So I had to, hallelujah, we had a little money for my prayer group that we had for about a year, amen, enough to, hallelujah, get the ball rolling, amen, with the Living Waters Christian Center, going from a prayer group to an actual church, amen, hallelujah. And I had one man call me, one lawyer called me from Manhattan, and I said, I'll come and meet you in person. So I'm walking through Manhattan with $2,000 check, amen, hallelujah, amen. by faith amen. in the summer of 2012. God's plan. I didn't want to be there. Well, I wanted to stop and get something to eat because in Manhattan you got all the good restaurants and stuff like that, hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. And my feet hurt. And I was sweaty by the time I got there. I had on a dress shirt and dress shoes walking through Manhattan, thinking that I needed to do all that. Still caught up in appearances. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Here, Moses was like, I can't do it. He said, look away from yourself and look to him. Next slide. Verse 12. And he said, certainly I will be with thee. God will be with thee. If he gives you the plan, he will be with thee. You are not alone. He will be with thee. And this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee when thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt. You shall serve God upon this mountain. In other words, he was saying, after you've done what I've said, amen, you're going to see, amen, when you're worshiping, you and the children of Israel worship me, me here, Mount Horeb, or Mount Sinai, amen, hallelujah. You're going to remember and know that it was me that said these things unto you. This is the confirmation after the fact. In other words, God was saying it's such a certainty, amen, Hallelujah, you're going to be, that my plan's going to come to pass and you guys are going to be freed from Egypt, that you will worship me at Mount Sinai. Hallelujah, glory to God. Understand as a human being, your human nature will protest to the plan of God for breakthrough in your life. But if we be like Moses and be encouraged that God is with us, then we will continue with the plan for breakthrough. Hallelujah. Listen, this is a little tangent as well. Amen. 
as you wait for the plan to play out, there will be suffering in your flesh. As you wait for that husband, there will be suffering in your flesh. As you wait for that wife, there will be suffering in your flesh. As you wait for that promotion, there will be suffering in your flesh. As you wait for that house, there will be suffering in your flesh. Amen. But let's not make the choice that Abram made. Amen. And let's not go to Hagar. Yes, eventually Isaac came along, but his choice was already made. And it's still impacting us in 2021. Hallelujah. We thank God for grace. We thank God for mercy. But as people made in the image and likeness of God, our choices matter. For they have consequences. My God. Hallelujah. This is a warning. This is this, this is to let you know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is real. Sometimes we're in denial. Your choices have consequences. We have grace. We have mercy. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But there are still consequences, earthly consequences, not eternal, but earthly consequences for our choices. Amen. Next slide. Number four, God will cause your breakthrough by way of the blood of the lamb. You know, I used to think that um, I was a very transactional Christian for many years, even as a minister. And I felt like I have given God so much money that he had to bless me. That he was obligated to bless me. I had something over God. My tithe I would hold over God's head like you are going to bless me. <laughs> Transactional. I fasted. You're going to bless me. So it was human manipulation I was trying to pull on God. Hallelujah. Saints, our breakthrough is not because of what we did. But it's because of what Jesus did at the cross. No blessing you have is because of what you did. Now, yes, there are blessings on top of blessings. There are ways that God rewards us for responding to his grace. Amen. But what came first? His grace, not our good deed. Amen. His grace came first. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Before God will cause your breakthrough by way of the blood of the lamb. We are blessed because of what Jesus accomplished at the cross. His death paying for all of our sins has released the blessings of God upon all of us, especially us as Gentiles or non-Jews. Amen. Next slide. I'm going to read a little bit here. Amen. Hallelujah. Exodus 3.19. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm sure that the king of Egypt, this is God speaking to Moses, will not let you go. No, not by a mighty hand. Hallelujah. Or except for a mighty hand. Amen. That's how it reads in another version. Hallelujah. Next slide, verse 20. And I, uh, this is Exodus 3 and 20. And I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that, he will let you go. So God, hallelujah, hallelujah, setting up how he will bring about the breakthrough. Amen. He talks about his mighty wonders. We know about the 10 plagues. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to jump to next verse is Exodus 11 and 5. It's the next slide where God speaks about his specific plan, amen, It's the final, you know, he did 10, 10 plagues, amen, but it wasn't to the last plague that the people were finally let go, and we're going to read about that, amen, hallelujah, God says, and all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die, from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sitteth upon the throne, even unto the firstborn of the maidservant that is behind the mill, and all the firstborn of the beast, amen, hallelujah, as Egypt was holding on to God's son, 
being Israel, amen, hallelujah, God was going to take their firstborn son. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is God's point of view. Amen. Hallelujah. We're headed somewhere with this. Let's jump to uh, the next slide, but this will be Exodus 12 and 3. Hallelujah. This is speaking about the blood of the Lamb. He says, Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month ye shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. Hallelujah. So God's giving the Passover plan now. Amen. Now the tenth day of the month corresponds with Hallelujah. Palm Sunday. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Where the Lamb of God, the true Lamb of God, Jesus, was celebrated in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Only to be four days later. Amen. Hallelujah. Crucified. Hallelujah. Glory to God, which the Lamb would be the literal Lamb here. Amen. That they ate would be, hallelujah, sacrificed a few days later. Next slide. Exodus 12 and 4. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. So the lamb was big enough. If it was too big for just one household, God saying, let others of your neighbors come in and eat of that lamb as well. Next slide, verse 5. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You shall take it out from the sheep or from the gates. This corresponds to Jesus being the perfect sacrifice without spot or without wrinkle. This is pointing forward to Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Next slide. Verse six. And you shall keep it until the 14th day. The 14th day. Amen. Was the day of crucifixion. Amen. For the literal lamb and the lamb of God, Jesus Christ of the same month and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. This speaks about. Amen. Hallelujah. That hallelujah. Jesus died for all of mankind. It was us who caused him to be crucified. Every human being, amen, that has the sin nature in him and is prone to sin caused Jesus to come and die on the cross in the same way the Israelites, hallelujah, are the cause for this physical lamb in their time to be killed, amen, in each of their households for their deliverance. Hallelujah. Next slide. Hallelujah. Verse 7. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two doorposts, on the upper posts of the houses wherewith they shall eat it. Amen. When the Israelites used the hyssop, amen, hallelujah, to put the blood on the doorpost, they were making the shape of a cross, hallelujah, over their houses, hallelujah, a blood-stained cross, amen, hallelujah, that the angel, hallelujah, of God would pass over and not bring death. They would, when they saw it, when the angel saw the blood, he knew a death had occurred, the death of a lamb. When he saw that a death had occurred, he would pass over. Next slide, verse 8. And they shall eat the flesh that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread. Amen. Hallelujah. What did Jesus say in John 6.35? You shall eat my flesh and drink my blood. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He was making a reference to the Passover or all that he would do. Amen. My life. He's like consumed. Take of my life. Amen. When Jesus died, he gave his life to us. And now that we have eternal life, we have the life of Christ in us by way of the Holy Spirit. This is what he was really saying. Not literally eat my flesh and drink my blood. That'd be cannibalism, amen, to eat a human man's flesh and blood, amen. But he's like, partake of my life that you might have eternal life, amen. That's what this points to here. And with bitter herbs they shall eat it, amen. The Israelites suffered hundreds of years of bitter labor and suffering, amen. And them eating bitter herbs would remind them of all they've been through, amen. 
Next slide, verse 9. Eat not of it raw. Don't eat the blood, literally. Amen. Those were pagan practices to drink blood. I heard of uh, evangelists that have gone to Africa. Amen. Hallelujah. And they came and encountered, amen, with witch doctors who drank blood to get strength. Supernatural power. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, it does exist. Amen. I don't want to get too far into that, but God did not want them to eat the literal blood of the lamb. Nor sodden at all with water, but roast with fire. Amen. Symbolic of the judgment of God that came down on Christ at the cross. His head with his legs and with the uh, pertence thereof. Hallelujah. Next verse. Hallelujah. Next slide too. Hallelujah. Exodus 12 and 10. And ye shall let nothing of it remain until the morning. Hallelujah. All of Jesus. Amen. Was punished at the cross. Amen. And that which remaineth of it until the morning you shall burn with fire. So God didn't want anything left over which represented that Jesus exhausted the anger or the judgment of God at the cross. Hallelujah. Next slide. Verse 11. And thus shall ye eat it with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet. That they were ready to go, that they were ready to go, that once you eat this, the next day you're going. Hallelujah. You'll be freed. You're going to leave in a hurry. And your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. When God has for you to move during your breakthrough, it's time to move. Let me bring it home to you. Amen. When the uh, posting was put up for the promotion at my job, I couldn't wait a week, a week to do it. Amen. I had to do it right then and there. When God told me to approach this woman 27 years ago, I couldn't wait another year. Amen. Hallelujah. She would have married somebody else. I had to do it right then and there. And she wouldn't have been in sin. I would have been the one who didn't respond to his will. I know we don't like this. Amen. Hallelujah. But sometimes there is a opportunity that doesn't last always for you to walk through God told me to start this church had I waited another year maybe this church wouldn't have been here now God being gracious amen he would have given me another wife but it wouldn't have been her and it would be no Raven no Cheyenne no Asa it would have been a little Lexus little infinity <laughs> little Tesla yes I would have named my children after cars <laughs> Something about cars and children's names. Hallelujah. Make haste. Make haste in God's will. Hallelujah. It is the Lord's Passover. They they didn't have time to wait to put the door, the the blood on the doors. They didn't have time to wait to eat the lamb. It had to be done in a timely fashion. Amen. Next slide, next verse, verse 12. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn of the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all of the gods of Egypt. The plagues, part of the reasoning for the plagues was God was defeating at least 10 gods of Egypt. They worshiped, they were pagans. Pagans mean you worship many gods. God was exhibiting his power and defeating the 10 gods of Egypt in front of the Israelites and the Egyptians with each plague. My God. God will defeat your enemy. Hallelujah. Whether spiritual or in the natural. Hallelujah. Glory to God. To show that he is God. 
to encourage your heart, amen, to bolden you to his will, amen, hallelujah, glory to God. The fame of what God did here went all throughout the Middle East at the time, amen, hallelujah, that the fear of the Israelites were upon those that they would encounter during their travel from Egypt, hallelujah, to Canaan. My God, hallelujah, people will know not to mess with you. Or if they do, there will be consequences. Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Amen. You ain't got to act big and tough and bad. God's with you. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, I've always been a nice guy. I tried to be, amen. And people have looked at my niceness as weakness, amen. But I know God has been with me to hold off those that would try to try to take me out. Asa always says to me, you think you can beat everybody up, amen. That's just male ego, amen. Holly, I can't, hallelujah, glory to God. The Lord has been with me. The Lord has been with me. Matter of fact, he doesn't want me to fight, amen. Let the Lord fight your battles, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. There's no righteousness of God in your wrath, amen. Next slide, next verse, verse 13. And the blood shall be to you for a token or a sign upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Amen. The blood is a token. It's a sign. When the blood of Jesus is over your house, over you, over your life. Amen. You are blessed. It's his blood. You know, some of us you know, or like some of the Israelites. There were some that were really in faith, amen, and were relaxed during the night of the Passover. There were others that were uneasy, that were worryful, that were out of sorts because they didn't believe God. But both houses or both people, the one that was in faith and the one that wasn't in faith, they were both passed over. So why am I saying that? Sometimes as Christians, amen, holiday, we get caught up in Worry and fear and concerns when we don't need to, when the blood covers us. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You might as well enjoy your time here. Amen. Hallelujah. Under Jesus, instead of being worried. Amen. All the time. Yes, you're going to go to heaven regardless. Amen. But you might as well be a good witness for Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Because the blood covers you. Amen? amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So just to go back, amen, and make that point, point four, God will cause a breakthrough by way of the blood of the lamb. It is the blood that makes, why would God do this? Why would God bless you? Because his son came, hallelujah, God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever believeth him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Why did God do it? God loves us. We're his creation. He wanted to redeem us or buy us back from our bad choice. Amen. Hallelujah. And from the grips of Satan and, and death. Amen. Hallelujah. And then, hallelujah, those of us that accepted his son, amen, have that blood mark over our lives. We are covered by the blood, so the blessings come. We are highly favored because of the blood of Jesus. Amen? amen. Not because you're 100-day fast. Not because you tithed. Not because any work that you could do is because of the blood of Jesus. I'm not saying tithing is bad. Amen. It's how we support the church. It's our, uh, our Christian economy. This is how we do things. Amen. I'm not saying that fasting is bad. I mentioned to you all several occasions. I'm living a fasted life now. Amen. For health reasons. Amen. To be healthy and strong. Amen. And be able to preach these long messages. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But my life is blessed because of the blood of Jesus. 
And your life is blessed because of the blood of Jesus. The breakthrough will come because of the blood of Jesus. The perfect God-man. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And number five. Next slide. Breakthrough results in the undeserved favor of God. When the breakthrough manifests, you will experience the undeserved favor of God. It's not because of what you've done. It's because of what Jesus did. So we can't take pride in our blessings. I have this wonderful wife, not because I was handsome or a good dude. It's because God graced me with her. Amen. And I was open to, oh, eventually, after two years, I was open to his grace. Amen. Almost blew it. Amen. Hallelujah. But I, I, I slid in there somehow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I came to my senses eventually. Hallelujah. Almost really blew it. But thank God for his grace. Amen. Hallelujah. Next slide. I'm reading Exodus 3.21. Now I'm reading the New Living Translation. Hallelujah. Going back to that original Exodus scripture, amen, chapter, I should say. Exodus 3.21, New Living Translation. And God says to Moses, and I will cause the Egyptians to look favorably on you. How, how do we get favor from people? He says, I will cause the Egyptians. The Egyptians are symbolic of the world. I will cause the world to look favorably on on you i will cause the world to look favorably on you i will cause that future husband to look favorably upon you i will cause that future wife to look favorably upon you i will cause that boss to look favorably upon you i i i will as god will cause you don't have to have a shirt on where your boobies are out to get favor you don't need to show your legs to get favor you don't have to have on a three-piece suit to get favor i will cause god is the greatest influence on earth they will give you gifts you don't have to manipulate people into giving you stuff. Well, you know, God said that you're my blessing, so you need to bless me. You know how we do as Christians. Well, God told me in a prophecy that you're supposed to pay for my wedding. That's called manipulation. It's not God. Well, y'all need to have something for me on Christmas because I'm your pastor. That's called manipulation. I will cause the congregation to look favorably on you preachers. All you preachers out there. It's God. It's not manipulation. It's not using your position to take advantage of people. They will give you gifts when you go so you will not leave empty handed. The, the Israelites had worked for years as slaves and God would repay them for their work by the hands of the Egyptians. Mm -hmm. Everyone left rich. Mm -hmm. 
You know, I'm going to turn a corner here and it just is what it is. You know, many African-Americans want reparations from the federal government. And it's not bad in and of itself. Amen. I understand that hundreds of years of slavery. Amen. I understand it. I get it. Amen. 40 acres and a mule every, every African-American was supposed to get. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Instead of looking to the government, we should look to God. God will bless you for your ancestors' suffering. Look to him. Maybe he'll move on the government. Who knows? That's a political issue. Amen. My point being is look to God and not look to man. Amen. Hallelujah. Next verse. Next slide. Amen. 322 says every Israelite woman will ask for her articles of silver and gold and fine clothing with her Egyptian neighbors. So the, the Israelites became so many that although they were in Goshen, there was a uh, mixing of there was a neighborhoods of Israelites and Egyptians. Amen. And from foreign women in their houses, you will dress your sons and daughters with these stripping the Egyptians of their wealth. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. They're just, they're really borrowing it for now. It's ours. Why? Because God said so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Next verse and next slide will be back to chapter 11, verse 2. Amen. This is God again. He says, tell all the Israelite men and women. So just so that you see, it's just not the women. Amen. He says, tell all the Israelite men and women to ask the Egyptian neighbors for articles of silver and gold. Hallelujah. Uh, ask is a little weak here. It, the, the, the Hebrew word, holiday is demand. Next slide, last scripture, Exodus 11 and 3. Now the Lord has caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the people of Israel. So the Lord has caused the world to look favorably on his people. I've shared a couple of really personal testimonies with you, amen, that I am the only black man in my department. And man is weak. Yes, racism exists. Biases exist. Not only in the world, but if we're going to be honest in ourselves as well. You're saved, you're sanctified, you're filled with the Holy Spirit, but you still have flaws and you have biases in you. You may still have racism in you. You may still have... Uh, well, you have something, oh, let me, oh, God, God, amen. Amongst Pan-African people, we have issues between the tribes, the African-Americans against the Jamaicans, the Jamaicans against the Trinidadians, the Trinidadians against the Haitians, amen, the Guyanese people against, hallelujah, the African-Americans. We still have these things in our heart. But what will cause favor with people that are different with you is the Lord. Me and my wife are not supposed to be in the natural, but God joined us in the spirit. Our bond is because of the Holy Ghost, not because we have a common ancestry. And when we are honest about what we feel, even when it's wrong, then we are candidates to be delivered. That I could love someone from another tribe that I could respect someone from another tribe that I could learn from someone from another tribe that I could be pastored by someone from another tribe my God 
my God. You know, these are things that are not talked about in the church, but they're real. They're festering. We got to deal with it. We talking about breakthrough. How can I get breakthrough and I still have these things in my heart? How can I get breakthrough? Hallelujah. West Coast events against East Coast. Northeast against down south. All these things that we have inside of us. White versus black. It's about being honest before God and watch God's favor. So being the only black man in my department, I've watched God grant me favor with my coworkers where I could not garner that myself. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Where I feel like I belong instead of I am insecure and defensive all the time. Where I could be at ease amongst people who don't look like me and don't have the same background and then enjoy a meaningful relationship between me and my coworkers, not thinking ill of them like they don't like me. They're just trying to take advantage of me. We got to be honest about these insecurities, these philosophies that we hold that may get in the way of our breakthrough. My God, I didn't plan that. That was the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So the point being is breakthrough results in undeserved favor of God. I'm not blessed because I'm a black man, an African-American pastor. I'm blessed because of the blood of Jesus. I don't deserve this favor. Amen. Jesus guarded this favor for me. He garnered the favor for you. And God's not the respecter of persons. Even the people, amen, that I've been blessed from, the world, the wealth of the wicked, laid up for me the just, amen. I'm just because of Jesus, amen. He became sin. I became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5.21, amen. Hallelujah. If they accept Jesus as I have, and hopefully me being blessed inspires them to do so, and me sharing and witnessing to them, inspires them to do so amen they will enjoy the same blessings as well so it's not about me being better than them amen i've just come to recognize my lord and savior amen, amen. hallelujah let's close it out amen with the last slide here amen hallelujah in conclusion amen from the midst of a pandemic that has claimed the lives of 1.8 million people worldwide hallelujah and affected another 84 million hallelujah to racial tensions political upheaval in 2020 god will cause his people to break through every barrier every form of restriction that has held them back from enjoying his best on this side of heaven with Jesus' soon return imminent. And this is the reason for the quick, amen, advancement for the breakthrough in 2021 because he's soon to return whether we want to believe it or not. He is soon to return, amen, hallelujah, that it's imminent. It can happen at any moment, amen, hallelujah. God must bring to pass every promise, every point of destiny ordained for your life in a short time. His son's coming back soon. He's got to bring forth those promises. We want to be in line. Hallelujah with the will of God with the plan of God. We don't want to hinder anything from happening before his son comes back Now regardless if you get the promise or you don't hallelujah based on your response to God's plan You're still going away. Amen in the twinkling of an eye. Amen He's gonna take you away with him and we're gonna fly away. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus One glad morning. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But every point of destiny ordained for your life in a short time. Hallelujah. He's got to bring the past. Hallelujah. It is incumbent for we as Christians to allow God's method of breakthrough to take its full course and not to hinder it in any way. We must allow God to make the first move. Understand that he knows what we're going through and has a plan for our lives. We will not, must not respond negatively or look to our own human weakness. Hallelujah. When we were made aware of God's plan, we must acknowledge that our breakthrough is a result of the finished work of Jesus Christ at the cross, which was symbolic of the lamb being roasted, amen, by the Israelites. Hallelujah. And not our own religious efforts, like a hundred days of fasting, amen. Hallelujah. That you're a good tither. Both things are good, amen, but they don't garner the blessings of God. It was the Son of God dying at the cross that gave us access to these blessings. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So it's a result of the finished work of Jesus Christ at the cross and not our own re religious efforts. And lastly, breakthrough always results in undeserved, unmerited, unearned favor of God upon our lives that he will enrich us far beyond what we could imagine, just as he did for Moses and the children of Israel. So we must arise and shine and look away from ourselves and the world and look to Jesus as the author and the finisher of our faith I am done. Somebody say hallelujah. Friends, if you were impacted by this message about Jesus Christ and want to receive his love and forgiveness, say these words with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe you died to pay the penalty for all my sins, past, present, and future. I believe you rose from the dead as the evidence that Father God accepted your sacrifice for my sins. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if you said that prayer sincerely, you are saved and one day going to heaven. So God bless you. God loves you. And go on with the Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.